than anyone else's, or intolerably horrible, the worst in all respects, or why his view of them ricochets from one extreme to another with no middle ground. It is what they are. When he is idealizing them, he sees their talents as mythic, an inflation that indicates they are being used as an extension of his grandiose self. When he hates them and finds their characteristics unacceptable, he is projecting hated parts of himself onto them. Whether idealizing or denigrating, he is entirely unaware that what he sees is a projection and that his views are laying a horrible burden on his child. It is uncanny to observe how early the process of projection begins— Before the child is conceived, roles are already assigned in the narcissist's mind to the flesh of his flesh. The expected characteristics are confirmed by subtle actions of the fetus in the womb, and when the baby arrives, the parent starts ratifying his projections through his interactions with the child. For example, A narcissistic father was able to stop experiencing feelings of weakness as his own by finding them in the personality of his four-week-old daughter. He never questioned the validity of his perceptions. Such thoughts would occasionally reappear, only to be pushed aside and defended against by focusing on others' flaws, including those of his child. He buttressed his argument by judging her physical movements feeble and low in energy as well. Clearly, she was biologically inferior. The baby's characterization stuck, and her fate was sealed. The mother duplicated her mate's view, unconsciously suppressing doubts and contradictory perceptions. Her thinking was influenced by the fact that her husband could only accept her when she agreed with him. She was in love with him at the time, and very much wanted to please. It is worth noting that a person who marries a narcissist often does so to augment low self-esteem by amalgamating his or her ego with that of one who radiates greatness. They are excessively threatened by their mate's potential rejection and will readily give the required responses. This child grew up according to parental blueprint. She became an overly compliant person, often turning to her narcissistic father to make her decisions. She took up her mother's profession and her mother's submissive role as the appropriate way to express femaleness and to relate to men. In doing so, she assumed the role that her narcissistic father could accept in a woman. One hallmark of the child of a narcissist is that these children tend to take values wholesale from the parent, rather than tailor them to fit their own personalities. Narcissists appreciate carbon-copy children, since any change or difference from their prototype is experienced as a criticism. The young woman became the perfect daughter, obediently expressing her parents' nouveau riche values— She played tennis, took sailing lessons, spoke French, and summered in Europe. She was not outstanding in any of her acquired skills, probably because her participation lacked passion. Her whole self was not involved in anything she did.
She was upset that no great talent ever emerged from her efforts. She was somewhat overweight, although attractive, but rarely dated. None of the young men she encountered could measure up to her dad. Still, she was remarkably agreeable, always smiling and nodding, suspiciously free of malice. In fact, she was rather boring. Inexplicably, this paragon of pleasantness came to be troubled by mounting feelings of rage. She was confused. Why should she be angry if all was so perfect in her world? She had never perceived anything damaging in the pressures placed upon her to become a polished showpiece. Such thoughts were taboo. Her rage became uncontrollable. It took the form of world-destruction fears in which everything was going to be blown up in a nuclear holocaust. This...